Good morning. Welcome to this weekend's online worship service from the United Methodist Church of Westlake Village for Sunday, October 25th. We're glad that you have joined us. Uh, since it's rainy, we are having no on-site worship today, but of course we are still streaming live via the internet. God's spirit abides within and among us, uplifting and nurturing us for the challenges of our days. Thanks be to God. So let's take a breath and relax and center ourselves upon Christ Jesus, made real to us through the Holy Spirit. Let us worship this Lord of love and life through whom we experience grace and are equipped for the service that God calls us to. Let's worship. Our Psalter reading this morning comes from Psalm 99 and reads like this. The Lord is king. Let the people tremble. He sits enthroned upon the cherubim. Let the earth quake. The Lord is great in Zion. He is exalted over all of the peoples. Let them praise your great and awesome name. Holy is he. Mighty king, lover of justice, you have established equity. You have executed justice and righteousness in Jacob. Extol the Lord our God. Worship at his footstool. He, holy is he. Moses and Aaron were among his priests. Samuel also was among those who called on his name. They cried to the Lord and he answered them. He spoke to them in the pillar of cloud. He kept his decrees, the statutes that, gave, that he gave them. O oh Lord our God, you answered them. You were, forgiving, you were a forgiving God to them, but an avenger of their wrongdoings. Extol the Lord our God and worship him at his holy mountain, for the Lord our God is holy. Now is the time in our worship service where we invite the children to come close to your TV screens and join me in a time especially for you. 
In our Sunday School lesson today, you have the opportunity to talk about Abraham and the promise that God gave to him when he said, look at the stars. I promise to give you blessings. And Abraham said, what sort of blessing is me for me, Lord? Because what I want more than anything is a child. And God said again, look at the stars and as many stars as you see in the sky. I promise there will be children attached to your name. God is one who makes promises to us. Maybe not one that we, ones that we expect, but we can tell God what our heart's desire is. And that is a great gift that God has given to us. I know for many of you at home, your heart's desire is to be back with your family or with your friends and have an opportunity to be with them, to celebrate, to fellowship, and to do Sunday school together. While we're not quite ready to do that yet, we do have some opportunities to gather. This week, today, tonight at four o'clock, there's a Zoom session where you are invited to share your decorated pumpkins with the group and receive a blessing of our pumpkins and a reminder of how God works in our lives. I hope that you will find that Zoom link and join us. And then in three weeks time, we are getting together here on campus, socially distanced, to put together uh, food bags for many mansions Thanksgiving. We are asking all of the members of the church to consider giving a, a supply, a bag of food that provides the majority of the meal for the members and families at many mansions. And then we will put them together in a basket, decorate that basket and make cards for the residents of many mansions so that they know that they are loved and supported during this time. In a few weeks, you'll get the opportunity to sign up and plan to join us here at 3 p.m. on the 15th. It'll be an opportunity for us to gather, and while we won't be able to be as close as we have been in the past, we get to see each other face to face, and that is a joy for celebration, and I hope that you see the blessing in that opportunity. Now, when God spoke to Abraham, he talked about the stars, and there's a great blessing for us in those stars. And I want to share it with you today as our closing prayer. So instead of a repeat after me prayer, we're going to do this prayer. And this prayer is as simple as, when I look up to the stars, I remember God is with me. When I look down to my feet, I remember God goes with me. When I look up to the stars, I remember God is with me. When I look down to my feet, I remember God goes with me. May God go with you every day on your journey. Amen. Please join me in a moment of prayer. Awesome and almighty God, we greet you this day with praise and thanksgiving, aware of the ways in which you are molding and shaping us this day and always. You truly are the potter. 
let us be clay in your hands, being formed and shaped into the image that you desire for each and every one of us. Smooth away our rough spots and make and give us the opportunities to be the beauty and the beautiful creation that you made each of us to be. Be with us that we might be reformed, reshaped, and renewed into the people that you call us to be. This day as a church family, we lift up prayers for Zara Dick, who has been diagnosed with cancer. Be with her, offer her comfort, and be with her daughters at this time, that they know your presence as well. O oh Lord, hear our prayers. We join with Jan Sorensen lifting up prayers for her niece and nephew, Bria and Dave Nelson, who live in Omaha and have been diagnosed with COVID-19. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. We pray for everyone who has been impacted by the COVID-19 virus, that they might feel your presence, that they might see your guidance, and that they might be healed by your touch. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. We join with Rosemarie Zimmerman, lifting up prayers for the family and friends of Fred Rosen, who was killed in a car accident on Monday. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. We join with Candy Wilcox lifting up prayers for the family and friends of Dean Coons, who passed away this week. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. We lift up prayers for Jack Fisher, who is in the hospital. Offer him healing and health at this time. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. We lift up prayers for the fires that are burning throughout the Western United States. Where they need rain, offer rain where the first responders need rest, give them rest, and allow us to find ways to say thank you to them for the ways in which they are offering protection to those in need. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. Lord, this day we also come to you with joy. We have a joy that 24 women gathered online for a mini retreat yesterday morning. Thank you for the blessing and the nourishment of that time. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. And we celebrate with the Stewart family at the news that Brooke Stewart was engaged this weekend. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. We say all of these things, lifting up the prayer that your son taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let them fall. 
Our scripture reading today is from Romans chapter 7, verses 14 through 25. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am of the flesh, sold into slavery under sin. I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now, if I do what I do not want, I agree that the law is good. But in fact, it is no longer I that do it, but the sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells within me, that is, my flesh. I can will what is right, but I cannot do it. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I do. Now, if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I that do it, but sin that dwells within me. So I find it to be a law that when I want to do what is good, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inmost self, but I see in my members another law at war with the law of my mind, making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will rescue me from this body of death. Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, with my mind, I am a slave to the laws of God, but with my flesh, I am a slave to the law of sin. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Fortress is our God, a bulwark never failing. Our helper. He 
come to the end of our sermon series on character how enhancing a virtue can shake loose or or maybe minimize a vice thereby strengthening our character and uplifting our soul and leading us onto a course for a better life this has been our hope over these months of pandemic disruption. Broken patterns lead to openings for new directions. Disrupted habits provide chances for new choices in our lives. So we looked at various virtues and vices, exploring uh, perhaps some new options for ourselves by considering them. We talked about lust and chastity and, and tried to focus on responsible sexual expression. We talked about gluttony and temperance, thinking about how, how drinking and eating is important to our lives, yet we need to do it in a, in a healthy kind of way, in a, in a moderate way. We talked about greed and, and charity how it's important to attain resources for our lives, yes, but equally important to be of the spirit that can share those resources generously. We talked about sloth and diligence, how we need to labor well. God invites us to labor well with the, the skills that God gives us. We talked about envy and kindness, how important it is to appreciate those skills that God gives us, yes, and appreciate the skills that God gives others, appreciating them for what they are and not what they're not for us. We talked about wrath and patience, um, how important it is to moderate our emotions so that we can be constructive in our relationships. And we talked about pride and humility. 
basically understanding that our emotional and spiritual and intellectual home is in God and that it is through God's grace that we have life, that we have all the qualities of who we are. Now, Pastor Rachel and I wondered, well, you know, is any of these sermons leading to any changes in people's lives? We wondered because, you know, we like to think that our words prompt self-reflection among our parishioners. And we like to think that if we're, if we're spot on with the Spirit, perhaps that Spirit ushers in some decisions for people as they reflect upon themselves their future, and how they walk with God. So we, we ask you all, have you found over these months a new pathway forward? Have you determined to, to strengthen something about yourself or perhaps to let some things go? Have you shaped a new normal that, that promises improvement for yourself as we go forward? Have you set for yourself a new course for a better life? Now, we've heard from, from some of you, and, and so we can share some of the movement that we have uh, understood is happening among our people in our parish. One of us has reflected on his eating habits and has determined to, to alter patterns and make health priorities. Another one of us has decided her drinking has gotten out of hand and, and now has been sober for over half a year, feeling much, much better. Another of us has discovered time to advance his art interest and is now drawing daily and seeing his talent really develop. While another has focused on further developing her acting talents and is growing through classes and thinking of, of new opportunities. Many are experimenting in the kitchen and making new dishes, and finding fun and healthy ways at drawing the family together. Another have, have seen the, the opportunity for adopting exercise routines, and now are enjoying uh, new, improved uh, fitness, and a sense of uh, new vitality in their lives. Another has decided that she could be more generous with her finances and is giving substantial gifts to help local agencies. Now, I don't know if this is your family, but there have been a number of families now that are eating more dinners 
together and really enjoying the company of one another. And they have resolved to keep this as a pattern of staying connected, of uh, sewing together and tending the fabric of their family. And I've been gratified to learn that a, a number of folk have, have mentioned deepening their faithfulness and have made resolutions for practicing more of a devotional life on a regular basis, involving themselves more in study and more in regular prayer. A couple in our parish has communicated to me that they've established a home altar. It's a place for spiritual centering for themselves when they feel stressed out or a little bit at sixes and nines as to what to do. They, they center themselves in front of that altar and they let that altar remind them of where their ground of being is. They use that altar as not just a reminder but a place to be in prayer with God to renew themselves a number of folk have claimed their moral outrage and their social responsibility and they are finding ways to work for a better world in God's love and justice even though we are still physically distanced because of the pandemic now does any of this sound like you we sure hope it does, that, that some of these reports that we've gotten are about your family or you are also engaged in doing these things that we've heard. You know, over this last year of 2019 to 2020, a group of four youth met with John to work on their faith through our confirmation process. It's a process of classes, of outings, and of personal reflective conversations. With the physical distancing of the pandemic, we needed to postpone the culminating ceremony last spring. Yet a few Saturdays ago, we staged a small gathering here on campus and we confirmed those four youth. So here, take a look at these youth and their their public pronouncement of, of who they are, whose they are, and what they claim as crucial as they move forward in life. So I want to invite our tech people to bring up our edited confirmation video now for your viewing. On behalf of the whole church, I ask you, do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness Reject the evil powers of this world and repent of your sins. If so, say, I do. Do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves? If so, say, I do. Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior, put your whole trust in his grace, and promise to serve him as your Lord in union with the church, which Christ has opened to people of all ages, nations, and races? If so, say, I do. Jack David, 
the Holy Spirit work within you that having been born through water and the Spirit, you may live as a faithful disciple of Christ Jesus all the days of your life. Amen. John Jay, the Holy Spirit work within you that having been born through water and the Spirit, you may live as a faithful disciple of Christ Jesus all the days of your life. Amen. Samantha Ann, the Holy Spirit work within you that having been born through water and the Spirit, you may live as a faithful disciple of Christ Jesus all the days of your life. Amen. Amen. Javier, the Holy Spirit work within you that having been born through water and the Spirit, you may live as a faithful disciple of Christ Jesus all the days of your life. Amen. Amen. I'd like to invite our confirmands to stand. And why don't we actually bring you a little bit closer? Okay, I have questions that are about joining this church in particular. Will you be loyal to the United Methodist Church and do all in your power to strengthen its ministries? If so, say, I will. As members of this congregation, Will you faithfully participate in its ministries by your prayers, your presence, your gifts, your service, and your witness? If so, say, I will. Wow. You know, that was a marvelous event. And, and you can see the whole ceremony. You can see the whole ceremony on the church's YouTube channel. And if you have any problem finding your way to that channel. Uh, I'll invite you just to call the church office, text or, or email, or phone call the church office, and Joanna is gonna be more than happy to help you navigate your device so that you can see that. It was a, a marvelous time, and if you do tune in to see the whole ceremony, you'll hear the, the youth uh, give their opinions about the experience they went through and how that experience has affected them so that they willingly step forward as you saw in that video to proclaim their faith and to stand for the principles, the leading of Christ in their lives for grace in love, in relationship and in society. We clergy, Rachel and I, join the families and those who know and love these youth in celebrating their effort and their decision to be people of faith as they move into their uncharted future. This is a big deal. The United Methodist Church has a faith that's not just a simple uh, believe in Jesus and everything else is all done. We are people who think through our uh, statements of faith and explore the ethical obligations, the imperatives that we feel upon our heart because of how we believe in God and Christ Jesus and the Holy Spirit. We think that faith makes a difference, not just in how we orientate ourselves to God, but in how we behave uh, to one another in society. There's a talking of faith 
and there's a doing of faith. And both of that is embraced in the United Methodist Church. And these youth at this time in our society and in the life of our denomination are embracing that. This is a big deal for those four youth and for those of us who care and love them. They are setting a course for a better life with a trust and a hope in God's will for them and for the world. We applaud them and we are encouraged by them. We want to take to heart the witness of these youth and of our other parishioners who have shared with us and, and determined that we too, yes, you know, we too can shape a new normal for a healthier, a more wholesome way of life that is more spiritually grounded, supporting our soul's well-being. That we too, we too can set a course for a better life. The hard truth is, though, that more often than not, we need all the help we can get to make even the most obviously needed change in our lives happen. Paul writes about this from a, a spiritual angle in his letter to the Romans. He writes about hard, how hard he finds it to do and to be the way he knows he should now that he is a person of the Christian faith, a person holding Jesus as Lord and Messiah. And we take solace in his words, recognizing that we are not the first to stumble onward or struggle to be our better selves. Yet, you know, just as Paul persisted in his efforts and prevailed in reaching his goals, we too should know that through the help of the Lord and in the Spirit's indwelling presence, we have an effective advocate and resource for our life changing. We can do it. We can do this. We can move from a life that is externally oriented, seeks power and status to build our achievement resume. We can move from that to a life that is centered on the internal spiritual truths of life, of who we are and how we are to be with one another and thereby build what David Brooks calls our eulogy resume. We can climb that second mountain of life once we realize that the first is not the real mountaintop that we're to get to 
and stay on. Press onward. Press onward to the real height of life in the Spirit of God. You can do this. With the help of your loved ones, your congregation, your God, you can do this. You can shape a healthier and a more wholesome new normal and set a course for a better life. One that is illuminated by the spirit of love. Thanks be to God. Amen. Illuminated by the spirit of light and life, we reflect on the ways in which God has molded us and shaped us as he is the potter and we are the clay. We have this opportunity in worship to reflect on music, to reflect on Pastor Walt's message, and to think about how we might say thank you to God for all the ways in which he is shaping us into the people we are called to be. As we give that reflection of thanksgiving, we can give our gifts to God by going to the church website and making a donation there or writing a check and placing it in the mail to do the ministries of the church. And as you write those checks or make those donations, consider how you might support the Apportionment and Benevolence Fund as well. Let us receive the gift of music.
Well, we are so glad you have joined us for worship today. Bless you. Uh, a, a quick note about next week. Next week is All Saints Sunday, and so we will be uh, lifting up names of uh, dear ones in our immediate family or extended family who have gone on to life eternal over this last uh, year. Uh, we ask that you send the names of those folk uh, into the church office. You can uh, send it to uh, either Pastor Rachel or myself or directly to uh, Joanna at the church office email and, and she'll collect them for us to use in worship next Sunday. As we look to our uh, future, we know there are difficult days out there of, of struggle as well as surprising opportunities, I would say, of promise and of good. The choice is uh, before us of how we spend our energy, our emotions, our spiritual power. May God guide us. May God guide us along our paths that we would be people of love and we would be people of grace in all that we think and say and do. Let us through our lives be a blessing to those in need of God's touch. So I would say go in God's name. Be safe, stay healthy, and know that you are loved. Amen.